Discovery, go at throttle up. Welcome to the show. I am your host, Big E.C., and this is episode six, History in the Making. Well, what I want to do today, guys, I'm so excited. We've got a great, I've got a great show for you. And what I want to do today is, is take a walk through history. I want to take a walk through history, and, and, and we're going to point out some things along the way. And, and here's our first section of the history lesson today. I'm Christiane Amanpour in London. This week, 82 years ago, Kristallnacht happened. It was the Nazis' warning shot across the bow of our human civilization that led to genocide against a whole identity. And in that tower of burning books, it led to an attack on fact, knowledge, history, and truth. After four years of a modern-day assault on those same values by Donald Trump, the Biden-Harris team pledges a return to norms, including the truth. Well, I'm glad this woman is uh, comfortable comparing Trump to the Nazi party and uh, destroying facts and history, when we've in fact seen that happen on the liberal side uh, for the last four years. Well, guess what, folks? As it turns out, the Democratic Party has some significant history with the Third Reich and Nazi Party. Here is some fact and some knowledge. Let me just drop this on you. In 1945, the federal government, under the Joint Intelligence Objectives Agency, created a program in this country called Operation Paperclip. Now, Operation Paperclip was designed to bring over German scientists and engineers and, and technical folks and have them be employed by the United States government, paid for by the taxpayer. Here's the kicker. Since, since you just heard the clip, right, we, we, Trump is the, the person who is the Nazi, right? The, the Nazi Donald Trump and the voters that voted for Donald Trump, right? So I'd like to just throw this kicker out to you on Operation Paperclip. The folks that we brought over on this were from Germany, and they were all Nazis. They were all Nazis. These are the scientists and the engineers that we brought over to the United States, paid them as a government employee with federal dollars vis-a-vis -vis taxpayer dollars, all so that we could prevent the Cold War or get advantages in in the Cold War. Now, I'll ask you, what do we think about that? It's happening in 1945. It started happening in 1945. 
And it went on for, for many, many years. Let me ask you this. Who approved that? Who approved Nazi employment in the United States? Who approved bringing these war criminals into the United States? Well, that'd be President Truman, Democrat. There's some history for you, ladies and gentlemen. President Truman, Democrat, brought these folks over, approved this, and allowed them to be paid by United States taxpayer money. And please, don't, don't take my word for it. I encourage all of you to look up Operation Paperclip. Have a listen at this. There's a myth about Nazis, and that is, is that there's these horrible people committed these terrible crimes, and then after 1945 simply disappeared. Well, that simply isn't true. The truth is that thousands of former Nazis, some of whom committed atrocities, went to work for the United States government without the public's knowledge. During the war, their crimes ranged from overseeing slave labor camps to sending orphans to their deaths. After the war, they were on the U.S. payroll, either as scientists in America or as intelligence agents in Europe. Democrat. Democrat approved that, ladies and gentlemen. So the next time you're compared to a Nazi, I'd like you to think about the fact that Democrats, not only did they bring them over to the United States, but they employed them with our taxpayer dollars. Isn't that peachy? Our next history lesson takes us right down the road into racist Ku Klux Klan hood wearing Trump supporters. Oh boy, here we go. And we have to start calling his supporters supporters racist as well. That MAGA uh, hat, that MAGA symbol has come to represent something. It is the new Nazi symbol. It is the new uh, hood, uh, the Klan hoods. When he says America first, he means white America first. And that's something that people, racism is so ingrained in this country. This racism is as American as apple pie. Yeah. But we love this country for the promise of what the country could You voted for Trump. You voted for the person who the Klan supported. You voted for the person who Nazis support. You voted for the person who the alt-right supports. That's the crowd that you are in. That's the crowd that we're in. The Ku Klux Klan. The walk through history brings us interesting facts. It brings us interesting facts. And even as recently as Bette Midler comparing Rush Limbaugh to the KKK, just, just a few days ago, actually, in, in her funny little cartoon on, on Twitter. But again, walking back through history, history would tell us that the Republican Party was created simply to move and take action against slavery. The Republican Party was created in the face of the Democrat Party against slavery. That's it. 
That's all there is to it. That's a fact. When you think about racial equality and civil rights, which political party comes to mind? The Republicans or the Democrats? Most people would probably say the Democrats, but this answer is incorrect. Since its founding in 1829, the Democratic Party has fought against every major civil rights initiative and has a long history of discrimination. Oh, I'm outraged. Who, who is this woman? Who, who is this woman who speaks against, who speaks against the Democrats? You're hearing Carol Swain, who is a professor of political science and law at Vanderbilt University. And these are the facts, straight facts. The Democratic Party defended slavery, started the Civil War, opposed Reconstruction, founded the Ku Klux Klan, imposed segregation, perpetrated lynchings, and fought against the Civil Rights Acts of the 1950s and 1960s. No, 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 that can't be. That can't be. This is, that's what the Republicans are. That's who the Republicans are. That's who the Trump supporters are. That's who the MAGA supporters are. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. The Republican Party is rooted in anti-slavery history. Very simple. That is not who the Republicans are. That is not who I am. That is not who you are. The Republican Party was founded in 1854 as an anti-slavery party. Its mission was to stop the spread of slavery into the new Western territories with the aim of abolishing it entirely. This effort, however, was dealt a major blow by the Supreme Court in the 1857 case, Dred Scott versus Sandford. The court ruled that slaves aren't citizens, they're property. The seven justices who voted in favor of slavery, all Democrats, the two justices who dissented, both Republicans. The slavery question was, of course, ultimately resolved by a bloody civil war. So there you have it. The Republicans were formed as an anti-slavery group to abolish slavery. In favor of slavery, Democrats. All the way through the 60s. And guess what? Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? We've got a fearless puppet leader, Joe Biden. Come on, man. Quote, I do not buy the concept popular in the 60s, which said, we have surpassed the black man for 300 years and the white man is now far ahead in the race for everything our society offers. In order to even the score, we must now give the black man a head start or even hold the white man back to even the race. I don't buy that. That's Joe Biden on desegregation and busing. And here's Joe Biden again. And the consensus is as follows, and I will cease when I finish this statement. The consensus is, A, we must take back the streets. It doesn't matter whether or not the person that is accosting your son or daughter or my son or daughter, my wife, your husband, my mother, your parents. It doesn't matter whether or not they were deprived as a youth. 
It doesn't matter or not whether or not they had no background that enabled them to have to uh, become a, a social uh, become socialized into the fabric of society. It doesn't matter whether or not they're the victims of society. The end result is they're about to knock my mother on the head with a lead pipe, shoot my sister, this? beat up my this? wife, it doesn't matter. take on my sons. It simply doesn't Run matter. What made them do this? They must be taken off the street. That's number one. There's a consensus. He doesn't care. He's not going to ask. Chairman, he wants them off committee, the street. The Democratic President of the United States of America, the Democratic Attorney General, the Republican leader, the Republican leader of this effort, Senator Hatch, the Republican Senator from Texas, we all agree on that. Now, we can find some fringe folks in the study groups on the right wing and left wing, libertarians and, and, uh, the and the left wingers the in my left party wingers. say, no, that's not what we should do. But politically, that consensus has been arrived at. I acknowledge there was not that consensus in the 60s. There is today. There's a second thing that we all have agreed upon. And that is, unless we do something about that cadre of young people, tens of thousands of them, born out of wedlock, without parents, tens of without supervision, born out without of wedlock. any structure, Who cares? without any conscience lock them up. Because they throw away the key. Myself three more minutes. Because they literally have not been socialized. They literally have not had an opportunity. We should focus on them now, not out of a liberal instinct for love, brother, and humanity, although I think that's a good instinct, but for simple, pragmatic reasons. If we don't, they will or a portion of them will become the predators 15 years from now. Liberals! Left-wingers! <laughs> Joe Biden. And, and, and for those of you that follow Big E.C.'s Truth, you, you've heard some of that clip before. I wanted to play the, the full clip on his two points there in the Biden crime bill so that you could hear the, that, that it was not edited. You could hear the actual history of Joe Biden there. Under the Biden crime bill, there were 60 new penalties that became the death penalty. 60 new offenses became the death penalty. 74% of the death penalty recipients were people of color. 44% of them black, 21% of them Hispanic. The other thing the Biden crime bill did was imposed mandatory life sentences. You heard it. The speech was given when Clinton was president. Three strikes. This was the three strike law. In 2016, as a result of three strikes, 78.5% of Americans serving a life sentence were people of color. Number three on this bill, harsher penalties involved for the youth. Justice involved youth. The cadre, you heard him, the cadre, the tens of thousands. They're going to become predators in 15 years. In 2019, 
it was reported that two-thirds of Americans sentenced to life in prison as juveniles were black. The Biden crime bill provided for additional sentencing enhancements for youth that were to be gang-affiliated. Law enforcement reports that 90% of gang affiliation are people of color. 90%. So this bill was going to simply take people of color off the streets. And, and the facts say that that's exactly what it did. That's exactly what this bill achieved. So Joe Biden, you've got to do better than that. Biden crime bill, 1994, the NAACP, a crime against the American people. Bill Clinton, I signed a bill that made the problem worse. The Democrats took pride that they passed tougher sentencing laws. They took pride in this. So you tell me, you tell me who's the racist, who's the Nazi, who's the xenophobe. The Democratic Party was in favor of slavery. The Democratic Party was against women's right to vote. The Democratic Party was against African-American voter rights. So I argue, are they trying to erase history because they know what the history is? They know that, in fact, they are the party of racism. They are the party of bigotry. They are the party of the KKK. So as we walk through that history lesson today, I hope that you've taken something away. I hope that you've seen the hypocrisy of the left. So the next time you're compared to a Nazi, a racist, a bigot, a xenophobe, I feel that it's important that you walk that accuser through history. You back them up with a little fact. And I'm going to leave you with this. In one voice, our nation must condemn racism, bigotry, and white supremacy. These sinister ideologies must be defeated. Hate has no place in America. Hatred warps the mind, ravages the heart, and devours the soul. The platform is growing. The energy is growing. I'm so excited about the future of Big EC's truth. Please subscribe to the many available platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Ladies and gentlemen, stay vigilant. Keep your head on the swivel. What you have today can be gone tomorrow. Thank you very much. Yeah!